today is labeled the holy name of Jesus. But let's start with a bit of historical trivia. 268 years ago, 1752, that was the day on which the year started on January 1st. Prior to that year, the new year started on March 25th, the Annunciation. Beer makers and winemakers have been happy ever since because March 25th always falls during Lent. Finding any significance in a ceremony by which every Jewish male was formally given his name eight days after birth is more challenging than inventing a new calendar. It's tempting to see the whole thing as odd and to ask with Romeo what's in a name. The answer, as Romeo himself found out, none too happily, is that there's a great deal in a name because names are special things. This may be easier to get handled on when we start with ourselves and our own names, the names of people around us. After all, we not only have a name, we have, in fact, quite a few names. We have first names, middle names, family names, and then we add titles and initials before and after. We also have married names, maiden names, nicknames, pet names, pen names, and also known as names. And there are probably some other names we would prefer to forget or at least keep secret. With this in mind, can we look at another name? The name of God. Remember, God has an, a specific name. A name revealed to Moses on Mount Sinai. Both the first lesson this morning and the psalm included God's name. Yahweh, which is sometimes written as the Lord. It was about 600 years before Jesus appeared on the scene, and well after the reading from Numbers and the Psalm were known, that the name of God gave to Moses was not to be spoken in Israel. It would seem if you did not speak God's name, you could never be accused of taking God's name in vain. But on a deeper and maybe a more important level, not speaking God's name or being forbidden to say God's name says some very important things about how Israel had come to understand its relationship to God. The name of God was not spoken. And coincidentally, at the same time, theologically, Israel came to believe that God was distant apart, removed, transcendent. In short, Israel lost intimacy with God. Simply put, they were no longer on a first-name basis with the Almighty. The Feast of the Holy Name is the Church's way of having us reclaiming intimacy with God. We're not celebrating the fact that Jesus was named Jesus, rather than Reuben or George or Floyd, 
Instead, we celebrate the fact that God has again spoken his name to his people, and not just in a word, but in the word made flesh. For in speaking his name as Jesus, God has changed forever our mutual relationship. We have moved from the formality of a name too holy to be spoken to that special intimacy that is implied by being on a first name basis with the creator, the redeemer, sustainer of all that there is. It is not that in the name of Jesus we have a magic word, sort of a verbal talisman that we can wave around hoping for things to change. That is not it at all. That is nothing but superstition. Instead, God has given us the fullness of what is hinted only at in our own names. We've been the, we have been given the gift, the invitation of a new relationship with God, a first name relationship that is more intimate than casual, more immediate than informal. With the gift comes the invitation, an invitation to intimacy with God, to be intimate with all the power, love, and grace, and inherent connection to all of creation that is part and parcel of what God does and who God is. The name of Jesus is the name of God, the Son, and it is the person, the whole person of Jesus, and whom we see and know most clearly and completely who God is and what God is about. We celebrate the holy name of Jesus for the same reason we celebrate Christmas. God's promises to Israel and, and to Mary and Joseph have been fulfilled. A virgin did conceive and bear a son. And his name most certainly means that God is with us. God is not removed from us, not separated from us, not hidden behind a curtain. It is the name which is above every name. And in joy and thanksgiving at the sound of this name, every non-arthritic knee should bow. or at least bow your head as a sign of our intimacy with God and God's intimacy with us. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen.